Hey guys, you're listening to the Wedding Salt Podcast. I'm Cassie Yost, and we're going to talk about some fun stuff today. I'm really excited about this episode because I wanted to talk about something that I think we all are wondering about, which is HoneyBook. And I wanted to be really honest with you guys about my experience and how I use it and kind of what it's done for my workflow and what I think it can do for your workflow as well. So I'm just going to dive right in. Um, HoneyBook is what you would call a customer relationship management program or ERP, CRM, whatever lingo you want to use. And it is a really great way to keep everything all in one. The main reason why I love it is because it saves me time. That's it. Purely saves me time. Um, When I first started out, I didn't have HoneyBook. I had QuickBooks. I had um, PayPal to do invoicing for clients, DocuSign. I, I just had so many things that I used. And it was really, really frustrating because I would spend hours upon hours for each client. And it took so much of my time. So let me break it down for you. A typical workflow for me before HoneyBook was I would get an inquiry in my email and then I would go to my phone and type in the person's name and pending on my my actual um, Gmail calendar or Google calendar and it would just stay pending until they either told me they didn't want to book with me or they wanted to pay the retainer. So after the inquiry came in and I put it into my Google calendar, I would send an email back saying, hey, this is what I I can offer you based off of what you are looking for. And if they wanted to move forward, then I would go into DocuSign, type in their email, do this whole thing that took probably 20 to 25 minutes just to send them a dang contract. And then I would go to PayPal, log in, make an invoice for them, send it over their way. And then, this is so annoying, right? I would go over to Google Docs and I would make a copy of my questionnaire and I would title it with their names so I knew which questionnaire it belonged to. And then I would email it to them. So they're getting four emails from me, an email kind of saying, hey, I'm glad we're deciding to move forward, the PayPal invoice, the DocuSign, and then the questionnaire. That is really annoying. And even if it isn't annoying for the clients, how many freaking emails are they going to have to keep track of? So that was really, really frustrating. And it took me a lot of time. That was probably at least an hour of time per client. So when you look at HoneyBook, in HoneyBook, you can send them an email and attach the invoice, the contract, and a link or your questionnaire all in one email, 
and also have directions for next steps, which is amazing. So that just saves you a ton of time. But what's really cool about HoneyBook is that you can actually make templates so you don't have to rewrite your contract. You don't have to rewrite your invoice or even your next steps email. You can just draft that all together because typically you say the same thing like, hey, here's the questionnaire. We're just going to cover some things so I can cover um, the photos and all of the details according to what you want, blah, 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 blah. It's typically the same thing that you say. And so I think it's really important to have those things streamlined so you don't have to repeat the same thing over and over again and just spend hours upon hours of your life doing those mundane tasks. And that's what I love to do. I love to find things to automate so I can save myself time. So the next thing that I would typically do is after we would go through that whole process, they would have next steps and check-ins. And what's really great about HoneyBook is that I can have those next email check-ins sent to them automatically after like two weeks or a specified time. And that I don't even have to think about because if I have... 20 clients, I don't have to think, oh, did I send something to Andrea? Did I forget to send the questionnaire to so-and-so? Because HoneyBook will just do it for me. I just got to do some work in the beginning and tell it, okay, in two weeks, you need to send this email. So yes, there is some work that goes into it in the front end. The other thing that I really, really love about HoneyBook is that as soon as someone pays the retainer, the um, date of their event goes right into my Google Calendar. Now, the one caveat that I have for that is if they don't pay the retainer, it doesn't go into your Google Calendar, which is kind of frustrating because what if you have two people inquiring for the same date? That's why it's really important when they are pending to go ahead and put it into your Google Calendar yourself until it goes through as an actual booked client. And then you can just remove that extra pending um, event on your calendar. I know that's super frustrating, but trust me, it'll save you from saying yes to a client and then thinking that you don't have anyone else, but that other person was pending. Um, and maybe you have to make an embarrassing email where it's like, oops, sorry, I already gave that date away, which I haven't had happen, thankfully, but almost had happened. So don't be like me. Um, the other thing that's really cool about HoneyBook is that it will give you these really cool tools. I'm actually looking at it right now. You have templates, you have bookkeeping, so it actually tracks all of the money that you have coming in. It has your calendar, and what I really love is that you can make a contact form. So um, you, what's your name, what's your fiance's name, your date of your wedding, um, how did you hear about me, all that stuff. And I know this part is going to be kind of scary for some of you guys, but trust me, it is totally worth it. You make that contact form and then you get the embed code and you'll embed that onto your website. And the reason why this is so important is because when someone 
goes through and does your contact form, you don't want to have to like go into your email and respond to them and then have to record them as a client in HoneyBook because that adds extra work, right? Well, as soon as you integrate your email with HoneyBook and you embed this like contact form, like contact form onto your website, then HoneyBook already sees that and they make the client project for you right away. And then any email correspondence that you have through your email account or on HoneyBook automatically gets recorded in HoneyBook. So you have this whole like transaction history of all of the emails and conversations back and forth with your client. So I really love that. I appreciate that. Um, They also have a mobile app, which I was at a wedding yesterday. My days are blending together. Yes, I was at a wedding yesterday and I had booked a bride the day before and I didn't have time to go home or hop on my computer and send her a contract and invoice uh, because I had a rehearsal dinner for my bride and groom. And then when I got home, I was just so, so tired. I, I didn't even think of sending it to her. Well, she um, just pinged me and was like, hey, d- did I miss the email or anything? Because um, we talked about me sending it that night and I totally forgot to message her saying, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't um, send it to you. So I said, oh yeah, let me send that to you right away. And I was able to do it on my phone. I was able to send the contract and everything, which is super cool. And um, it just makes it easy for me because I was in between um, shooting for my bride and going and getting coffee and heading to the next spot. So I was able to um, pull over and and send that to her, which was awesome. Um, The other thing that it does for you is that you can actually connect with other creatives. So say you are booked for a wedding and you get an inquiry, you're able to quickly refer your clients or your would-be clients to other people. And I've had to do that a couple of times um, since I've had HoneyBook because I've had a date booked and I need to refer out. So when other people are on HoneyBook, it makes it really easy for me to refer clients to um, because they're within my network. So it is important to, you know, make sure that you connect with photographers that you admire um, or at least that you'd want to refer out to. Um, The other thing that I really love is I'm going to click on my computer and actually reads through this so you guys kind of know what my work thro- workflow is. Um, you have a workflow and it's really clean and it just shows each step in the process in this like timeline from the first inquiry you get from your client all the way to after the wedding. And you can customize this based off of what you normally do, but I was able to put my workflow in and it moves your clients through each stage for you as soon as you do them. So right now I have um, 10 people in retainer paid, Um, one thank you email that I need to send 
I just sent three questionnaires. So it's really cool. It shows you how many people are in each phase. And if you click on the phase, so like say I want to see who all paid the retainer, I can click on that and it shows the list of 10 people that are in that phase. Um, so it's really awesome to see that. And my workflow is pretty straightforward. I have inquiry, follow-up, then I like to meet with them either in person over phone. I send the proposal, which is the invoice, the contract, next steps, um, and you know, just the little note. And then after that, they sign the proposal and pay their retainer. And then I immediately send a thank you email with our next steps. So like, when are we, when do you want to? schedule your engagement photos when would you like to um talk about your timeline those kinds of things and then after that i have timeline planning because i usually um work with all of my couples well yeah i work i do i work with all my couples to do timeline planning (laughs) just to make sure um we know that hey when do you want to take these photos i recommend when you take x y and z um just based off of my experience and what you have said you want um and then this is one that i don't think a lot of people do but they should is a vendor email so when i started this i didn't really think about the vendors that i worked with i was just so laser focused on my couples that i didn't give a second thought to like oh you know like how could i serve the vendors too of course your couples are number one you need to serve them 100 percent before you think about you know other people outside of the family and wedding party. And so I email the vendors and I say, Hey, is there, um, any, are there any photos that you would really like? And is this the best email to send the gallery to? I'm happy to send a separate gallery of your flowers or of the dress or whatever it happens to be. Once I get the photos edited, I also ask, Hey, Do you want the photos edited a specific way? Because some vendors have their vibe, right? We all have our vibe and our brand and mine's kind of moody. And, um, some people really love bright and airy. Some people like super vibrant or or whatever it is. And so I like to ask that. And I also do a little research and I look at their Instagram, their portfolio and see what kind of vibe they have. And I try to edit separately for them. Now you might think that it's overkill to do that. I personally don't because you are working in an industry where word of mouth can either make or break your business. You need to think about those times where the, like in 2008, when we had the recession, I don't think very many photographers were thriving as much as they are right now in 2019. So you really have to consider how can you serve those people in the wedding industry in a way that sets you apart from other people? Because I guarantee you that a lot of photographers aren't really thinking about serving those around them. Not 
saying that in a bad way, but you know, you are thinking about, okay, I need to pay my bills. I need to get to the next client. And these are things that are really important because if I was a wedding vendor, um, and I had someone reach out to me and say, Hey, I want to take care of you. That would really leave a good impression on me about this person. So you need to consider that. And that's just how I feel about it. Um, because in this industry, you need to be a freaking pleasure to work with. And if you aren't, then that can equate to you not getting referrals. So just keep that in mind. Um, so after the vendor email, I have planning and this is just, you know, things that I check off my list with my couple. Let's make sure that we get the timeline squared away. Let's get your engagement photos done and completed and I'll send them back to them within a timely manner. And once all of that is done and I know what the plan is for the day, I have the day after email. This is immediately after I'll send them an email and usually that has their sneak peeks because I do like to give my clients sneak peeks just as a way to like surprise them. And um, I'm sure if clients listen to this email or this, this email, this podcast, they're going to be like, oh yeah, I know what I'm going to get from Cassie. So um, I like to do that. And also kind of like, hey, just as a reminder, um, once you get your gallery, this is, you know, what you're going to expect from or what you should expect from me. And um, this is how you're going to set up and pick out your photos for your album, those kinds of things. So after the day after email, usually four or five days later, I will email them with the blog post that I made about their, their wedding day. And it usually talks about their story and, you know, you want to write your blog post as close as you can to the wedding day as possible. So that all the, like the details and the little stories that they tell you about each other are fresh in your mind because it's really easy to forget that. So I like to have the blog post ready. I send that to them. And then a few months later, when the gallery is done, I send them the gallery. Now I have three more parts to my timeline here. I have completed feedback and anniversary email. The completed part has a few steps in it. That just means that I have um, got their favorite photos back and I put it into an album. I had it printed and delivered to them. I usually have some Polaroids or some other gifts that I send with the album itself. And then I ask for feedback. And this is really important because, you know, I'm all about marketing research. I want to compile data and I want feedback in general. How can I become better? So I ask them things like, you know, what was your wedding process or what your, what was your wedding planning process like? Um, was there anything that looking back, you wish you would have changed? Like, would you have spent more time doing X, Y, and Z or more money doing whatever? Um, was using Pinterest important to you? Was using Instagram part of your planning process? These are things that are really important to me. And, you know, the way that brides plan weddings, I think changes from year to year. And of course, social media channels, the way that they're being used change 
from year to year. So it's really important to stay on top of it and stay relevant with understanding how your clients do their planning process so that you don't waste time on things that aren't relevant, right? Like you probably wouldn't use LinkedIn for, you know, promoting being a wedding photographer, but then again, you, you know, you might want to because no one else is doing that. I don't know. Um, don't throw it out the window, but if you notice that there are some things that brides never consider or don't care about, um, I think one of the things that I saw on some marketing research that I, I, um, found on Splendid Insights was that they don't really care if you've been published in large magazines, which kind of makes sense. And these were things that are like, I feel like common sense or, you know, wouldn't matter to me too. Um, and so those are just interesting things to look at. Um, finally, I have the anniversary email. I like to send them an email one year later, just because we shared a really important date together and I want them to know that, you know, I still care and I am here if they need anything else or, you know, if they need to download their photos again, because I'm not going to keep them online for forever. Um, but they can always reach out to me if they need those files. So that's a lot. Those are a lot of steps, right? And there's a lot of kind of tasks in each one of those steps. Um, but you can customize that. And I have that all in HoneyBook so that I never miss anything with my couples. So that's really important to me. Um, so for HoneyBook, I think I went over all of the tools. There are tasks. So say you have the task in there to buy your clients a gift. You can put subtasks in there as well, um, which is really cool. Um, HoneyBook has a really great help center. So if you just don't know what you're doing, you can go there and they are really, really great. I've had a couple issues and they've been there for me. Um, so the one thing that I would say about HoneyBook when I first did my trial was that I hated it. <laughs> I think it was just because I didn't want to learn anything new. I mean, come on, N none of us want to learn anything new. Um, when it comes to software, we just want to press play and have it work, right? Like right now, I am recording this on Adobe Audition. I've never used this software before, but I had to spend an hour watching tutorials on how to figure it out, which I think it's working. Although you can probably hear me breathing. <laughs> So I'm trying to stay as far away from the microphone and hear myself at the same time. So um, anyway, with HoneyBook, when I first started it, I didn't like it just because I didn't want to have to learn something new. Um, and it, to be honest with you, we all have all of our own kind of um, plans and programs and planners and online reminders and note takers. And so of course we're not going to want to learn something else. But what I have found is that you need to find something and just stick with it. Simplifying your life in general makes you more efficient. So I think not having a million planners and sticky notes and calendars 
using just one calendar, using just one email account, and one customer relationship management program is really important because I'm the type of person where I'll have five sticky notes, I'll email myself a to-do list, and I'll also have the reminders going on my calendar and on the reminders app. That's way too many. And after a while, you start to get overwhelmed by all of these different tools and planners and um, note takers. So you aren't efficient. I think it's really important to figure out a way to not have to do that. So for me, it was HoneyBook for everything in my business. And what was really great about HoneyBook, and I didn't tell you guys, when I would get money from my clients through the PayPal invoice, I would have to then transfer it from PayPal to my bank. That is an extra five minutes to do that. And I don't want to have to think about it. I want to just have it happen automatically for me. And with HoneyBook, it would go, I would send the invoice, the client would pay it, and then it would be deposited directly into my account, which is amazing. And yes, there is a small fee for all of that, of course. Even if you have friends and family paying you on things um, other than Venmo, you are going to have to pay a percentage. It's just the name of the game. Businesses have to do it all the time. And it's part of being a an established business. You have to pay transaction fees. So that wasn't part of my thought process. I just wanted to save some time. Um, but it's been great. I have saved so many gray hairs from popping out of my head. Herbie says that it's just wisdom, but I think he's just trying to poke fun at me and pull out, pull out the fact that I have more gray hairs now. Um, but that's like totally tangent. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk with you about is the process of documenting all of your expenses and your income. Now I'm not an accountant. I'm not a bookkeeper. I'm not a financial, um, someone just dinged me. I'm not a financial expert. So don't take this as like, um, legal financial advice at all. I'm just telling you how I do it. So I hate taxes. I hate having to go through my transactions. I hate looking at my bank account and looking at all of the money that's going out um, and trying to figure out where did this come from? Where did that go? So what I did was I opened a business account or a business checking account and I had a business credit card and the credit card was just for... I don't know, transactions like um, flights or whatever I needed for the business. And I I don't fly a lot for my business. You guys don't think that I'm not cool. Um, It was just one trip to Yosemite. (laughs) And so I put that on my credit card and um, any big purchases that I needed to make really quick that I knew I could pay off right away, I would use for that. So um, I have my business credit card in my checking account. And then I got QuickBooks self-employed, which is $5 a month. And that is amazing. So, um, what's great about that is they all sync together. So I synced those, those accounts and QuickBooks, 
monitors all of the money coming in and all of the money going out. So remember, HoneyBook is depositing all of that money into my checking account. And I say all that money, <laughs> it makes it sound like, oh, so much money is coming into my account. It's not, um, especially when you're only getting retainers and not the full amount from the clients. So um, anyway, the money would be deposited into my account and QuickBooks is um, monitoring all that. Now, it isn't just like a you set it and forget it kind of thing, like a crockpot. You do have to go into QuickBooks, especially if you have like transfers. Sometimes people will pay me through Venmo because that's what they prefer. And I record that, right? Like you need to, you need to record all of your transactions. The IRS can get into your accounts and audit you. So don't think that Venmo is like not you know, that they can't see it. You just need to be honest about it. So I would transfer the money from Venmo from my normal checking account into my business checking account. And it would just say transfer. So I had to make sure I knew, okay, that person paid me a retainer for this through Venmo. I need to go in and type what that is and then categorize it as income. And then you also have to go through and categorize all of your expenses. So like, this is gas. This one is food for a client. This one is equipment. This one is advertising. Um, And you can assign a rule. So every time, you know, like Facebook ads pops up on your account, QuickBooks knows that that automatically goes into advertising and it assigns that so you don't have to. What I really love about QuickBooks is that at the very end of the year, when you're ready to send everything to your CPA, or if you do your own taxes, you can just run the final report and it'll go through a checklist with you beforehand. And then it'll say, okay, everything's good. Here you go. You can run the report as accrual based or not cruel. It's accrual, A-C-C-R, no can't spell while I'm trying to talk. Accrual, accrual, A-C-C-R-U-A-L. Hi, you guys. I'm Cassie. I'm a teacher and I can spell. Um, (laughs) Oh my gosh. So it's accrual based or cash based and the cash based is just showing cash in and cash out. Um, I took accounting in college and I vaguely remember hearing about this, but I know that your CPA will take either way. Um, Anyway, you can download those, print them out, hand them to your CPA, and you're good to go. Of course, that's probably not all of it. I'm probably missing something, but I know that it's super easy. All I have to do is run these reports and hand them over. And if my accountant needs anything from me, I can run in to QuickBooks and pull all that stuff out. It's much easier to do it that way than to wait to the end of the year and try and go through all of your accounts and all of your expenses and your receipts and hope and pray that it's not going to take you 10 years to go through all of that. Um, I recently had someone reach out to me saying, oh my God, Cassie, what was the process that you said you did for, 
you know, recording all of your transactions. And I went through it with them and, and I'm hoping that they don't have that problem, but she was really nervous about it because she heard this story about some of someone was um, doing photography as a hobby. And I'm not trying to say, say this to scare you guys, but she sent me this story, but she never recorded all of her transactions. She didn't um, actually pay any taxes on anything that she made. And the IRS like froze her accounts. And then they had all these legal fees and um, fees for not paying on time. So the moral of the story here is to do things the right way. The IRS can track you. Be smart about this, you guys. Don't be dumb. Um, I, I just... And I'm not good at accounting or any of this stuff. So I, like, it, I couldn't even imagine trying to hide it or fix it after the fact. So that's my process. You can talk to a financial expert or an accountant and maybe they might have a better process for you. Um, And who knows, my process might change over time. But that is what I wanted to chat with you guys about is HoneyBook and how it saved me time and so much energy as well as QuickTime or QuickTime, (sighs) QuickTime as well as QuickBooks. And, you know, QuickTime is actually a really awesome, I'm not going to get into that. I'm such a nerd. Um, at QuickBooks and opening up your own banking, uh, account for your, your business. So anyway, it is now 9 59 PM on Sunday night. And I, don't know what I'm doing out of bed. I'm a crazy person, you guys, but I really wanted to do this podcast for you because I was thinking about it all day and I felt like it would be really valuable. So if you have any questions for me, please let me know. I also have a code for you guys. I feel like such an official podcaster. I have a code for you. Um, No, if you would like HoneyBook, I can actually give you 50% off so that you can get it for the year for $200. And you can pay monthly or you can pay for the full year. But my code is share.honeybook.com forward slash Cassie six nine seven and my name is spelled C A S I so Cassie six nine seven let me know how you like it let me know if you have any questions about it it does take some time not gonna be um, beating around the bush here with you guys but you do have to take some time to kind of look at it and get a feel for it but there's a lot of really great tutorials out there and I'm more than happy to ask or answer questions about it for you so thanks for listening let me know what you want to hear next and I will chat with you guys soon bye